You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Nunn, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. I can't believe it's already been a week since our last episode that I was celebrating passing my qualifying exam for my PhD, and here we are a week after. Um, and you know what? I kept just reflecting back on how I was feeling, uh, you know, just exactly a week ago at different points in time over this week that just passed, like post my QE. And uh, I couldn't help but really just acknowledge uh, the journey and, (laughs) you know, just reflect on how far I had become and uh, just just how nice it feels to be relieved, you know, uh, of, of all that stuff. So, yeah, so that was that. And, um, you know, new week, new beginning to things. And uh, that means that, you know, we, you know, life goes on. School and work goes on. Uh, we're back on our grind as per usual. And uh, yeah, I hope everybody has been having a good productive week so far, but not to the extent that you're tired and stressed out and burnt out. If I have to be honest, so I feel like I could definitely take a couple days of just, you know, resting because I haven't honestly done that yet because of how demanding my current research is, unfortunately. But, you know, I'm, I don't mean it in a bad way. Like, I love what I do. But at the same time, I am a human and I need some sleep. So, again, uh, segue, uh, disclaimer, if I do start uh, just just uh, not making sense, it's because... <laughs> Uh, I I might be a little bit sleep deprived, you know what I mean? But uh, please, please excuse that uh, on my behalf. And uh, I hope that you can bear with me in that sense. But yeah, um, I just wanted to say, I guess for a daily dose of motivation for you guys, you know, um, I do want to say this thing, not just like a reflection thing back on myself, but also to whoever needs to hear it. Sometimes we forget the path that we've, uh, uh, you know, uh, traveled across so far and uh, we forget how much effort has been put into this path and what sort of, uh, you know, different things we have accomplished on on the different journeys that we're on. And uh, sometimes in the present moment, we're just so disappointed with ourselves and maybe like we wanted to reach a goal and we weren't able to reach it and uh as a result we're feeling a little bit disappointed and down and we don't necessarily sit back and think back okay whoa but like i accomplished xyz over the past year like you know i did those things not knowing that i was capable of doing those things yet i was able to do them and i and i did them right but Sometimes when you're feeling like that, overwhelmingly uh, just down like that, unfortunately, you you fail to acknowledge your past success and accomplishments, right? So I really hope that, um, and I only say this because it actually did happen to me 
over this past week and I really know that I am most definitely not the only one who feels like this sometimes. So again, to whoever needs to hear this, you can please, you know, just apply it to school, work, whatever it is that you need to apply it to. Um, if you ever feel like you're not being compassionate to yourself, just the, the, the self-talk that you're having to yourself in that regard, please sit down for a second and just close your eyes, take a deep breath and reflect on all the hard things that you have accomplished so far and the fact that you have successfully accomplished them and that you at the moment, you know, back in the back in time, you didn't know that you were going to accomplish those things. But nonetheless, you accomplish those things. Do not forget that and keep reminding yourself, keep reminding yourself, excuse me, and uh, please uh, just do it for your own sake. Um, I feel like more people need to hear this and uh, I'm not saying that I'm like a like a coach or something, but at the same time, I'm definitely not a professional, but I'm just speaking on my own, like from my own human experiences to you guys. And uh, I'm really happy indeed to be sharing this platform in a way that I actually get to just talk about stuff like this on the show so that whoever needs to hear it will actually hear it and can potentially apply it to their life and uh, just, just make their days, their own days a little bit better. So I really hope that what I said is um, going to help at least some of y'all out there. So bottom line, uh, if you're feeling down or disappointed with your progress or just, you know, you're feeling like an imposter, like going through imposter syndrome or what have you, please, please stop those voices in your head ASAP. Sit down, reflect back on all the amazing things that you've accomplished so far to date. Remind yourself that you're a badass and that you have it in you to go out there and accomplish all these things that you have set for yourself. Do not ever forget that. Boom, let's go. Let's go, champ. Okay, I'm hyped now. I am hyped now, honey. You hear me? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that was good. Okay. Mm. So anyways, having said that, I hope that now everybody will have an amazing rest of the day and uh, y'all are motivated to do whatever you had to go out and do. You feel me? So yeah, that's that. But, oh boy, okay, so this episode is going to be a very, very juicy one. I always get so excited whenever we have really good and stacked fight cards to discuss on the show to break down. So, UFC 278 is finally upon us, UFC 278, which is going to be headlined by a phenomenal welterweight championship bout between the current champion, Kamaru Usman, who's going to be defending his title against the title challenger and the number one, actually, I was going to say number one, but apparently he's number two in the welterweight division, the one and only Leon Edwards. So this fight is going to be a very interesting one to watch. Also, this is going to be the second time that the guys have um, uh, been facing off against each other. So we're going to be talking about that more in a bit, but this is going to be the main event of UFC 278. We're also going to be having a very interesting uh, co-main event between one guy who's a former champion at the middleweight division and another guy who was 
such a such a really like the the biggest prospect I would say in the welterweight division. He fought for um, contendership or close to championship, if I'm not mistaken, a couple times. However, you know, you know, he had his own ups and downs. He's on his own journey for sure. But here he is fighting the former middleweight champion. So we're going to be having Paula Costa fighting off against the former champ Luke Rockhold. And okay, this fight is going to be really interesting because um, there's a lot to go through. And uh, to talk about the journey that both of these guys have uh, recently been been on for the past few years. I would say like life before the pandemic for them and life after the pandemic for them. So it's going to be interesting to talk about that as well. And for the third last fight of the evening, speaking of former champions, we're going to be having the former Bantamweight champion at the UFC, Jose Aldo, going against Mirab Velishvili, who is a number six contender in the Bantamweight division, but is uh, one of the most or the toughest guys out there in the weight division. And uh, it is going to be a very interesting fight because even though Jose Aldo is not the champion anymore, he's just one of those guys that if you let him fight for, you know, even until like, very old age he will not back down and will actually go and do it uh, because he's just in it for the love of the game and he's been in this game for so long it's gonna be amazing so those are the big fights that are actually happening on this main card other than that there's also some very interesting i'm just looking through the list right now um, so we're going to be having, uh, Marcin Tabura fighting on the prelim card. He's a very, um, interesting heavyweight fighter. And, uh, also Tyson Pedro, I see, is going to be fighting on, um, uh, he's going to be the first fight of the main card. He's also a very interesting lightweight, uh, contender fighting from Australia, I okay. I had a feeling that Sugar Sean O'Malley was going to be fighting on this card. Maybe I'm totally mistaking it. I don't know what happened. Um, and I swear, <laughs> I was seeing uh training videos of Sugar Sean just training really hard in the gym. And for some reason, I thought that I saw his picture on the poster for this UFC 278 fight card. But I guess I was mistaken, or maybe something happened that I am unaware of. Or maybe that maybe maybe his fight is coming up soon, but I'm just like I don't know. It just slipped my mind. But yeah, for some reason when I was going through the um, the fighter names, I was just expecting to see Sugar Sean O'Malley's name as well, but it's not there. Too bad. But he's gonna be fighting soon. Yes. Um. And uh, oh, okay. So I don't know why I thought about this. I'm <laughs> my brain is like going all over the place. This is a random thing to say while we're breaking down the UFC 278 fight card. I don't know why I just randomly thought of this. Um, Sugar Sean O'Malley. I don't know what the connection is to what I'm going to be telling you right now. (laughs) But I'll say it. You know, what the heck? Like, this is TKO. We do what we want. Uh, So I just thought of the update that I thought I should share on the show with y'all. So Tyson Fury. (laughs) Oh, because I said Tyson, Tyson Pedro. And then in my mind, I'm like, okay, who who else is a Tyson? I'm like, okay, Tyson Fury. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I I have an update about him to talk about on the show. Okay, so what's going on with Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury 
said that he is officially retiring from the sport of boxing. Now, how about that? So, I can't, I'm surprised I didn't uh, discuss this in the beginning of the show because it's a huge, uh, a very incredibly important update uh, because we have the WBC champion of the world, heavyweight champion of the world, literally resigning his title and resigning from the sport. What is going on? And uh, he didn't specifically mention why he decided to step away from the sport. And this was <laughs> this was when two days before that he was saying that he's so excited to fight. And what just what is going on, people? You know what I mean? So anyways, the update is that Tyson Fury is supposedly retired. The WBC, the World Boxing Championship uh, organization has not yet announced what is going to be happening to the heavyweight WBC title, which makes me think, okay, maybe they're having a talk with Tyson Fury, what have you, maybe Tyson was just having a bad day, and he was like, oh, no, uh, that's it, that's it, I, I give up, I quit kind of thing, uh, or, or what, so it's hard to tell at this point. But uh, I did read this um, headline in a reputable sports outlet. And uh, I just thought I should share it with y'all, especially because uh, it was announced that Tyson Fury was going to be fighting the end of August, if I'm not mistaken. So his fight was pretty close. And uh, there were videos, multiple videos of him training very hard in the gym. And so I really don't know what happened. And I just feel like Tyson Fury was on such a nice journey back to back to, you know, with his prime days. And honestly, on his way to establishing and solidifying his legacy in boxing. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's so hard to tell because we're not him and we're not inside his head. We don't know what happens behind the scenes and stuff. So let's just wait it out and see what would happen. Nonetheless, I feel like Tyson Fury is always really exciting to watch because of how technical of a fighter he is, even at the heavyweight roster. Because, you know, when we think about heavyweights, we think about power shots, like just utter knockouts <laughs> but with Tyson Fury even though he has that he has those abilities he's more well known for his dynamicness inside the ring and um, how versatile of a fighter he really is and how technical he is and so I feel like you know from a fan's perspective I really would not really want to see Tyson Fury leaving the fight scene because he has so much to offer and so much to contribute to heavyweight boxing still I don't care what other people say, and I'm not biased at all. Um, I just really enjoy watching his fights because I see his fights and I can actually, like, lo logically it makes sense to me because everything he does, he does it with uh, a lot of wisdom behind it and, uh, you know, mixed with a lot of technique and years of experience, right? So I hope that that got across how important of a figure Tyson Fury is is currently in the world of boxing so i really hope that he reconsiders this decision and actually makes a comeback please tyson fury anyway so that was the tyson fury update since we <laughs> we talked about tyson pedro i was like mm, tyson rings a bell tyson fury huh but uh, yeah, that was sorry for the random uh, news update in the middle of the fight breakdowns. But that was that was that was all I wanted to say about Tyson Fury. 
Okay, so without further ado, let's get to breaking down these juicy fights. I'm so excited to start by breaking down the Kamara Usman and Leon Edwards fight because there's so many reasons to be excited about this fight. Number one, Kamara Usman is arguably the most invincible champion at the welterweight division right now. So why do I say that? Okay, so first of all, he is currently undefeated uh, in the UFC. Okay, so he did have one loss on his professional record, which was his second ever professional fight in MMA. But, you know, just things happen when you're starting out and we're not really counting that in because, since, again, since he's moved to the UFC since 2015, he has been absolutely unbeatable. Literally, he comes from a very strong wrestling background. And uh, I believe he was a All-American wrestler. And oh my goodness, you guys, if you've seen Kamar Usman fights, you see how dominant of a grappler he tends to be in his fights. But not only that, that's that's one of the beauties with uh, Kamar Usman's style in that, yeah, he has like his forte is wrestling and grappling, which he really does use to his own advantage in fights. But that's not it. Because he's such an incredible athlete, he's actually, throughout all the years that he's been training professional MMA, he's actually gone out of his way to absolutely perfect his striking as well. Um, so, you know, I feel like as, as a wrestler coming into the fight scene, having to learn striking, I feel like this is the best anybody can do. And, you know, I, I had to put this disclaimer out there so that y'all don't come at me being like, well, like, you know, like, blah, 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 is a better striker in this division, Janon. Like, what do you mean? What you mean? Well, no, I'm saying, like, with somebody who has that strong grappling background, sometimes folks have a hard time transitioning into that, you know, high-level, high-caliber striking thing that they have to do in a MMA fight. But thankfully, Kamar Usman has been training so hard and working on it for so many years that it's just like it seems so natural to him at this point. So having said that, you know, he already had the wrestling. Now he has phenomenal striking. Put the two together. It's like Thanos level MMA fighter, like top level. I don't know how to describe it. Like if you were to play a video game, Kamaru Usman would be um, you know, you have all the bars or like levels for all the different skill sets that <laughs> you want to have in an MMA fight, if that makes sense. I feel like that was the best way to put, uh, to put it and describe it. But yeah, so that's Kamaru Usman who's going to be fighting. And uh, it's going to be very interesting for him in this case, because this will be the second time that he's going to be facing off against Leon Edwards, who <laughs> is a, a very interesting fighter himself. He I would say Leon Edwards is a very well-rounded MMA fighter. He's very fluid with his movements and um he tends to be very quick as well with his uh, uh, strikes and movements. And uh, he's had three losses before. One of them being like in the UFC, though, um, the most recent fight or the most recent loss that he's had was uh, against Kamaru Usman. And this was back in 2015. And uh, this was through a unanimous decision loss that, that he lost the fight. 
So, you know, 2015 is what, seven years ago? And I remember 2017, sorry, excuse me, 2015, like it was yesterday. That was the glory days of MMA, in my opinion. That was just around the time that <laughs> uh, I started to seriously watch MMA. Uh, you know, all the all the amazing fights happening in that era. And you know what? A lot has changed in the world of MMA since 2015. When a lot has holistically changed in the world of MMA, that means that a lot of things about the fighters have also changed throughout the past seven years, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, for example, Kamaru Usman has become the champion. For example, Leon Edwards has had amazing fights against Donald Cabo Cerrone, Gunnar Nelson, and the former uh, lightweight champion of the UFC, Rafael Dos Sanjos. And he most recently actually beat Nate Diaz, the bad boy, of the, of the UFC, Nate Diaz. And so a lot has changed, in my opinion. Both guys have only gotten better, which make this fight a very interesting one to watch because you're like, okay, I really do wonder how it's going to go down this time around. Um, are we going to be seeing Kamara Usman come in and change things a little bit so that he uses his strength and forte through wrestling and grappling to beat, um, I was going to say Kamar Usman, to beat uh, Leon Edwards or, you know, what's going to happen, right? Are we going to be having Leon Edwards instead try to put a lot of pressure on Kamar Usman through striking to counter counteract whatever is going to be coming towards him through grappling because even though again both guys are very well-rounded MMA fighters I feel like if if uh, Kamar Usman utilizes his wrestling more and if Leon Edwards utilizes his striking more that's where the interesting stuff would start to happen um, especially because if Leon Edwards tries to outbox Kamar Usman in a, in a wise way so that he's striking with Kamaru, but from a distance and a proper range so that Kamaru could not close the range and shoot for takedowns and take him to the ground that way through his phenomenal wrestling skills and uh, put a lot of pressure on him that way. So can Leon Edwards actually do that and accomplish that? Or... Do we really think that Kamar Usman would shoot for takedowns from the start and not even let Leon Edwards, you know, literally take a breath in, in this fight and not even give him a single opening or a break throughout the whole fight? And, you know, I'll, I think the, the answer to that question would also lie within the cardio and stamina of both fighters so Leon Edwards I trying to remember the last time that he was on a uh like a main event uh card like for him to be the main event of a certain fight card he was however he uh, the fight was declared a no contest it was a medical emergency the fight that he had against Bilal Muhammad he, there was a medical emergency and the fight didn't really last beyond the second round. So it wasn't something like super crazy. But for Kamara Usman, all the recent fights that he's had over the past, let me just double check. I would say over the past three years, all the fights that he's had, they've been five, five rounds, uh, excuse me, five rounds of five minutes 
uh, bouts. And that's a lot. That's a lot of fighting time. And uh, I would say, so let me just do like a statistic thing. So we have one, two, three, four. Four? Of, okay, four of the six fights that he's had recently or since the time that he won the championship belt, they have been uh, won through unanimous decision wins, meaning that the fight did go the full distance and Kamaru had stamina to fight his fight and put on a great performance in a way that he won through a unanimous decision win. And, you know, that's just something, like, especially because he's been through it so many times, this is not going to be his first rodeo if things do go the full five rounds and uh, if he does have to put on pressure for 25 minutes straight on Leon Edwards I feel like he totally has it in him to do that but can Leon do it we don't know because we haven't really judged Leon in such a situation before if that makes sense so if things just just you know and it's a matter of who acts first especially when the round starts and I feel like it would be really important to um, really strategize how you start the very first round. And I say this because you might not have the best start to the first round. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'll try my best for the other rounds. But sometimes you're just caught, caught off guard really bad. And, you know, not only would it impact your physicality but also your mentality and your confidence you're like oh my goodness i couldn't believe that like how bad i was beat up in the first round like is am i really losing this fight kind of thing so you really have to uh take your best shot as soon as you can in the first round to set the tone of the fight for the rest of the fight if that makes sense and i feel like whoever uses this opportunity wisely will eventually win this fight so yeah, it, that, for for all those reasons, this is why uh, this fight is going to be very very exciting to watch, and uh, you know, uh, for once once and for all, this the beef and feud is also going to be settled between the two fighters because I feel like this time around, Leon is trying to claim that he really did deserve the title shot and that he's changed a lot, like he's the one who's changed a lot, and that. Uh, this time around, he actually has it in him to beat Kamar Usman. But again, we shall wait and see what will actually happen. And also, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see who else would be in the welterweight roster next in line to fight against Kamar Usman. My next guess would be the the winner of the fight between uh Nate Diaz and Hamza Chamayev which uh, the fight card is happening in September early September so that would be my guess for whoever is going to be the next person in line for the title to fight the winner of the Usman and Edwards fights but oh my goodness I'm just so excited for this fight I really wish that I could fast forward to Saturday night and really just sit down and watch this fight live like right now. I really wish. I only wish. I was thinking maybe I should do bonus TKO episodes on fight days and maybe I can do live commentary and then just like post it on um, just social media maybe or maybe just post like small, not not full 30 minute episodes, but jump some, some of the shorter clips like audio clips of just me reacting to 
important fights and just posting them on the spot and see uh, how much interest we're going to get in that regard. But yeah, that would be also really cool. But oh goodness, I would have totally talked about some of the other fights that are happening on UFC 278 fight card. But unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. You can also download our episodes at Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And until next time, it's your girl, John Nunn, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.